0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, another big show tonight. We got The Walking Dead, uh, Power of the Rings, She-Hulk, Interview of the Vampire, Quantum Leap, Andor, and House of the dragon. Now the Walking Dead and Power of the Rings, Karen might go over briefly. Jamie will not be with us tonight. So um, I'm not sure how much she's going to get into those. But we got lots to talk about with the other shows. So as soon as Karen gets here, we will get started. And what else oh no, nope, I don't have to ramble. Here comes Karen. Good evening,
1: hello. Good evening. How are How you are this you? fine Tuesday? I am great. I am great. I had a good couple of days of work and a good couple of days of watching TV, and I'm ready to chat uh, about it this week. Uh, Jamie, I guess i will be here in a minute.
0: Nope. Oh, you didn't see her text? She's not coming tonight.
1: No. Oh, she's not? Okay. She
0: she overloaded herself. (laughs) Oh, I know she
1: has, like, a ton of, like, interviews she's doing, and she's got to watch all these screeners and all these shows that we don't cover and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so, all right. So, we can pretty much dispense with um, The Walking Dead. I got to tell you, though, AJ, this episode felt... I think we have eight in this block, six or eight episodes, right? Seven. Six, I think there's seven. This was episode eighteen. I think it's like twenty-two or twenty-three. Anyway, it it really felt almost like a closer to the season fin to series finale because if you don't read the comic books and you don't know what's going on, um, in this week's episode, Sebastian Milton was killed. Um, there's this. uh Civil, let's say a civil uprising, the people in the Commonwealth are like rising up against Pamela and whatever. It's Founders Day. You know, they have Founders Day in the Commonwealth. And there's a big celebration and like um, a bunch of stuff goes on and, and uh, Sebastian gets hit by a zombie. And it was just surprising to me, like whether or not you know what's coming in a comic book, just the way they've done the show, it, like you're like, oh, wow, the like. You know, when when people start dying, when major characters start dying off, you feel like you're closer to the end of the season, I guess, right? So it was a fairly decent episode. I'm kind of like, after years of bitching about it, I can't believe I've seen two, like, decent episodes in a row. Anyway, Sebastian was killed. We all hate Sebastian, right? He's all on the page and on the screen, and it's good to see him go. So anyway... Uh, we can skip right over it. And what else does Jamie – did Jamie and I watch that? You don't – nothing, I guess, right? I think that's it.
0: Power of the Rings.
1: Oh, Power of the Rings. So I'm still watching Power of the Ring, and and I think um, uh, next uh, week is the last episode. is the season finale, I think. There's only one left. Um, that show is a little uh, – I mean, it's gorgeous to look at, but – They've made Galadriel such a gigantic pain in the ass that every time she's on the screen, you're like, can you just lighten up a little bit for one minute? I mean, granted, the last two episodes have been a lot going on. Like, the creation of Mordor is, like, pretty heavy shit. And I don't expect her to be, like, you know, um, (laughs) having a good time in these last couple episodes. But she's a little, you know, she's supposed to be, like, I mean... Cate Blanchett was perfect for her, right? And they did such a good job of, like, portraying her with, like, the glowing hair and all that. And she's a little, um, she's a little, uh, strident. Um, but, uh, I don't know. That show's pretty good, actually. Uh, despite her being a whatever. And I think, you know, I think for fans who are not familiar with the, with the, with the second age of Middle-earth at all, and, or I haven't read it and only have like passionate familiarity with what goes on, like seeing like the creation of Mordor and the orcs, like I mean, it was kind of weird to see it as like portrayed as the orcs are trying to find a homeland and, you know, Adar led them to create Mordor, but like it was kind of cool to see this like big thing that we're all familiar with, like how it all started, right? It was pretty decent. Anyway, we can skip over that okay. also and move on. Where, where shall we begin with our with ourselves tonight. I didn't watch She-Hulk um, this
2: week,
1: I gotta tell you. I didn't watch She-Hulk. Why didn't you watch She-Hulk? Because I, I had a whole bunch of crap to watch, and that was the one only thing I couldn't get in.
0: Blasphemy. It me- was a, this was a, such a such a good episode.
1: If I'd known Jenny wasn't going to me- I would have watched that and skipped Power of the Rings. Right? Well,
0: uh, not caught the, up on not it. for nothing. <clears throat> not nothing. Isn't it- isn't Jamie behind on Power of the Rings anyway?
1: She is. I coasted Walking Dead and watched uh She Hulk instead. Sorry.
0: Yeah, She Hulk was, was it good? She Hulk was, was good? really good this week. It was yes, it was very good. <laughs> like everything oh, no. just came together. And and some of your questions from last week were answered.
1: Oh, about like who this guy is and what they want with Jen and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Uh, and, like, an actual story forming. Like, not an actual story, yep. but it's not just Ally McBeal. It's like there's some kind of whatever going on. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry about that. Is next week the season finale? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, All
1: right, I'll be sure to get caught that. up on it.
0: Well, yeah, so our, our show next week will discuss the finale, yeah. All
1: right. I'll be sure to catch up and watch it. Uh, okay.
0: Okay. Um. In that case... Uh, Let's yeah. do Andor and get that out of the way.
1: Oh my God! I forgot to watch Andor also. <laughs>
0: Sorry. What did you watch?
1: I watched Interview with the Vampire. I watched House of the Dragon.
0: Did you watch Quantum Leap?
1: I watched. Which one, Quantum Leap, was it? Which one, uh, one the on, like, Bounty like, Hunters. The unboxing one.
0: No, the Bounty Hunters.
1: No. No. Sorry. Okay, so I didn't watch anything important, I'm sorry. So the only th- <laughs> I had a proposal do. I had to do actual work at the office, like really late last night. Not at the office, but I worked until I have, until, chi- I a, I have a job
0: today. and children. I know. I'm sorry. Okay,
1: so, so so I'm sorry, I ruined the podcast tonight. Completely for the podcast.
0: So, so the only thing you so the only thing you watched was interview in House of the Dragon. Yes,
1: and I watched and 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 Walking Dead.
0: Yeah, I don't care about those two. <laughs> I know,
1: but I, I didn't know. I didn't know how this was going to go. I didn't know there was. going to be anybody. Uh, I didn't know anybody was going to be here. We'll just have to have our nice little short podcast tonight and get all caught up next week. I guess. Are you going we like to from, talk about what next week?
0: What was what?
1: Tell me if Quantalee was good one? this week. I don't care if you spoil Quantalee.
0: Week yeah. was good. Um, it, it, well, I, it was better. Um, it's it's probably the best episode so far. I will few things, okay. I'm still annoyed. There's a couple things. A couple things that annoyed me. Um, uh, but we'll get into that next week. But I also did learn. Apparently, the the ratings for the premiere were good. Week two, they bombed, and I guess they've gone back up oh, yeah. again. So NBC or yeah, NBC. Uh. Just gave it a full season. They they had they were twelve episodes. Now they're eighteen.
1: Oh, okay. So the network has a little confidence in it. I know a few more people, like friends of mine, who are just starting to watch it, who are saying things like, "Oh, yeah, you know, I'm gonna get caught up on it. I like it." Um, I, I I do have a friend who uh is agreeing with us about how my you know my friend Sammy said she kind of agrees that there's like too much going on in the lab. Which wasn't, you know, as we were saying last week. Yeah. I think it's been more time in the leap, and that the that the old show was really much more, um, well, uh, like you I'll, know, almost entirely I'll, in the leap. I'll loop.
0: say that. I'll say that about this episode. This episode was a lot more Ben and a lot less twenty twenty
2: two. Huh. Which okay. I think is
0: part of the reason I liked it more. So. All right. Um. And Andor is still boring, so.
1: Yeah, all right, so you didn't miss anything with that.
0: So you didn't miss much there. So yeah, so so, so now, but, but now for next week you have to watch two Andors, two She-Hulks, and two I know, oh, but they're half an hour. At least yeah, they're half an hour. Well, Andor
2: Andor's fluctuating. I think this
0: last episode of Andor was longer and it didn't need to be. But. And I, I don't yeah. know. And, and I, Andor is just, yeah. But, you know what? I don't even care if you missed the other two. I, you have to watch both she Because we have to do she okay. finale. Right. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. So, okay. let's do interview.
1: Okay. So, this episode was pretty good, I thought. Um. Although I I find like the voiceover is such an important part of the show, like so much of so much of this is is being you know it's Louis telling his story to to the reporter. I don't know what his name. I forget his name. Daniel to Daniel. Um, Daniel. And Daniel, and rather than like us being shown on screen, which I get because so much of the book is like so interior to Louis's mind, right? And and like a, I'm almost like listening to a book, an audio book. Like there's so much of it, right? Yeah. And it's really to me the best part, and I continue to not really love Lestat, but I liked him better this week.
0: Yeah, I definitely feel uh, better this week. Um, I kind of put like like the the initial. I think the initial shock has worn off of the time period and everything, and now I'm just kind of. I, I it was a little easier just to watch in the moment mm-hmm. of what's going on. Yeah. You know, it. it mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I think I think for me, what I've been able to do is the setting doesn't matter so much as the interaction of the characters. Because I think they've done a great mm-hmm. job with that um, of the combative nature, you know, between Louis and Lestat. I think they've done a good job yeah. with that and their disagreements and yeah. how they see things, and so
1: yeah. Particularly in this episode, where like the, the previous episode, the first episode was much more like Louis being seduced by Lestat and not really seeing. Well, I mean, he did see some faults, and there was some tension, but, like, this episode really, like, was so much more about, like, Louie, like, not really wanting to be a vampire in a lot of ways, right? And, like, all the stuff that, like, well, that's, like, oh, I forgot. To, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you you can't in the sun. Oh, you know, <laughs> I forgot to tell you we sleep in coffins. Uh, I forgot to tell you that, you know, you really probably can't hang out with your family ever again, and no, you'll never be a father, and, like, all this stuff is, like, oops, I forgot. And, you know, and... Like, he, he, he's really, I mean, he's really a jerk, right? Like, it's really, like, not cool and not fair the way he, like, it's set up that Louis asked for it and Louis wanted it, but he really didn't know what he was getting into.
2: Right?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so I think I mean, there's... Who, who, could, I, who could know what they're getting into? I mean...
2: <laughs> no,
1: even if he told you, like, the, like, even if he told you, um, um... The, even if you were told, like, oh, you can never go out in the, in the sun again, you wouldn't really get it until you – like, every vampire story is like this, right? Um, uh, and they're, they're doing a pretty good job of, like, you know, setting up Lurie's like not wanting to kill. Yep, like, from the very beginning, he doesn't want to kill. Um, although he says in this episode that his last victim was in 2000, so he we know he continues to kill for um, – A long time we had that he killed that rabbit, right? That rabbit. I mean, I was kind of surprised to see the scene where he ate the rabbit, huh? I didn't really enjoy that very much. Uh, um, So there, and there's so there's the whole like racism part, like like the whole thing about how like he still is a black man in the nineteen teens, right? And how he has to pretend to be Mustas' valet when they go out and stuff like that. And he's really, like, uh, uh, you know, he's he's very resentful of that. And Lestat's like, look, you're a killer. Go ahead and, you know, why don't you just go ahead, like, embrace the I, – I mean, that's the tension of the entire story, right? I mean, we've read the book. The, the, like, the, the entire – their entire relationship is about, like, Louis resisting and Lestat pushing him to be who he is, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of Louis' M.O. is trouble letting go of his humanity. I mean, even even yeah. later on, I mean, that's <laughs> that's that's Louis in a nutshell.
1: Yeah. I mean, even like, at the end, when they're eating dessert, he says, like, try to eat a human dish, like, every like, now and then, right? Um, yeah. Um, although he, you know, he. I mean, they drank the tenor in this episode, and Louis, you know, when, I mean, there's that fight at the beginning where he's like, why did you Why did you do that to that guy? Why are you humiliating? Why do you have to, you know, but they, I mean, in the end, he goes along with it. But he was like, I mean, he talks about how his shame, he has the shame. I mean, so it's all, I mean, it's such a metaphor for his coming out, right? Like, it, like his self-learning yeah. is like such a, a metaphor for him coming out as a gay man also. I mean, a, a
2: mess, I mean
1: a metaphor, and not because he does talk openly. Like in this episode, he talks openly about like coming out, and it's funny how Daniel's like, wah wah wah. Oh, you you know, like, yo, oh, you were gay, <laughs> whatever. Shut up, did you eat the baby or not?
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did you how yeah, do you yeah. like Daniel in this episode? Um,
0: I mean,
1: last, last last week we both were like, oh, he's kind of old, and he's kind of not like Daniel in the book, right?
0: Daniel's. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm going to have a problem with that throughout. I think the fact that Daniel's older. This is the second interview. Yeah. More.
1: Um. Yeah. Because we know where that story is going. Um, yeah. Or where it went. It might not be going there. We know where that story went. Yeah. Um. I mean, it was pretty good, but like not much real. I felt like not a lot happened in this episode. But it, I think it's because we just know it all. Like this is for people who like all the setup. I, like I'd like to hear what Jamie had to say, actually.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean that's the thing, though. I mean that, that this is the diff. But you know what? I like this. This is the difference between a TV and a movie. Um, where a movie tries to cram 600 pages into two hours, we are getting to see some of the nuances that are skipped over, you know, a lot of times. Mm-hmm, yeah. So there's a different, yeah. it's, a, it's a different pacing. And I like it because you and I both know, once we get to a certain point, the pacing is going to pick up and it's going yeah. to race, race to the finish line, but it's going to take place over five or six episodes. And then we're going to yeah. be like, Hey, it's over. And I think there's, what is there? Seven episodes. Oh, I got
2: look
0: Cause I, can't, I remember it was an, I remember it was an odd number. Like an unusual TV I mean, season I'll, number.
1: I'll, yeah, I'll pull it up and
0: look at it. It is seven, um, yes,
1: yes, yep. Yes. it's seven. It's seven, and this season is only the first half of the book.
0: Oh, is that what they, they said? That's what I've read.
1: I've it, read that this season is okay. only the first half of the book. Um,
2: so, so they're going to, uh,
0: so, yeah, cause I, so I've heard they're going to adapt all the books. That's the plan, at least. And obviously, yeah. we're gonna have to wait and see how this does. So if you, so if this yeah. is only the first half of the book, then that means that it's gonna for the next twenty years they're gonna be making the show <laughs> because <laughs> I know, if, right? you go, going if you're gonna if you're gonna do if you're gonna do well if you're gonna do two seasons per per book, I mean book
1: yeah. That's the point. Well, you know and fair. you know how AMC likes to wring out the the power out of every it, it, like. look This like is this Walking Dead, is, right?
0: You know what? That is that is very true. So we can look forward to seeing vampires on our TV for the next twenty years on AMC.
1: Yeah. So uh, the, the description of next week's episode is um, Louis's relationship with Lestat is tested when Azalea Hall is threatened in the lead up to World War II. So timing doesn't mean anything because this is like. It's already, like, 20, 30 years advanced from – no, Right. 120 years advanced from how the book began, right? The book opens yeah. in, like, 1790. This opens in, like, 1910. So it's already 120 years ahead. Yeah. So timing doesn't really matter. Azalea Hall – like, they're still – I mean, Avalu Hall, they're still in New Orleans in the next episode. Um, right. So – uh, yeah, they're only doing half the book. So while we've seen those like promo clips of Claudia, like that could come late in the season. Yeah. And it should, right? If we want to hit mid book, it it should. So.
0: Gotta um, say, I'm a yeah, little disappointed have... now that, it, that we're only there. We're only doing half the book in in, in seven episodes.
2: Yeah, cuz you know like it's gonna a, like you're
0: it's going to be a, it's going to be a little it's going to be a little more well, it's going to I feel like it's going to be a little more stretched out than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not quite sure how yeah. I feel about not quite sure how I feel about if if, if next season is seven episodes also, I don't know how I feel about 14 episodes for one book. It's a little too long.
1: Kind of a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: I like um I mean like this I mean hell when they when uh Pe- 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 peacock. When Peacock did The Stand um, or was it Paramount? No, my bad. Paramount. I mean, yeah, pa- CBS. Paramount. Yeah, it was par- Paramount. My bad. I can't remember which P company did it. Um, par- uh, the Stand was eight episodes and that's a much bigger book. Paramount. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <So>. yeah. <laughs>
1: that like two, at least two, maybe three times as long. Um. Uh, yeah, although, you know, I mean, I agree with what you were saying earlier, um, about how it's important to, like, establish, you know, establish the characters, For people who haven't read these books before, and we need to establish, like, who they are yeah. in the relationship. And that, that tension, as you pointed out, that tension between Lestat and Louis is it's so important to get that right, because it drives everything. Um, and it was pretty good in this episode. Like, Lestat, like, like, this was a pretty good Lestat episode. Like, you know, the whole part where, where they're going to the opera and uh, the, in the voice of release says, well, well, Lestat really likes music, and I really, you know, I love that he was able to, like, he had his own human thing that he was holding on to. And, like, any humans who made music, he, like, loved and respected them. And then, you know, the guy is not a, a perfect singer, so Lestat kills him and, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> like you know, he doesn't—he he doesn't kill him because he's got to eat. He kills him well, I mean, he's got to eat, but he kills—he like this guy's being killed, chosen because he's not a good singer. Like what's that? Like, um, I mean, we know.
0: What's well, that yeah, made it personal?
1: Yes, he, and and that you know he, Which, he he is always telling Louis kind of that it's not. I mean, He never says it's not personal, but he's like he's kind of like you're a killer. This is your nature. You just gotta be careful who you kill or whatever. And then, you know, he, he gets on Louie in the previous scene for like killing the um uh that guy that he was working on the hotel with, right? And you yeah. know like, people are gonna notice that guy. He's an alderman, you shouldn't have killed him. But like, oh, okay, with that people are gonna notice that you killed the tenor who has to sing tomorrow night, right?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, he's a little like I mean he's not he's not really a great well friend. well,
0: well that, was, that is very is. do it. Well, that is very do as I say, not as I do.
1: Yeah, because he really like wants to have like this creation. He he has this like idea of what he wants Louis to be. He didn't really like take any time to figure out if Louis could really adjust to being a vampire. Which like a huge part of this is that he really can't adjust to being a vampire, or doesn't want to adjust to being mm-hmm. a vampire, right? Um. Uh and and yeah, that doesn't really like care. He he didn't he didn't take the time to he's like, Oh, I just want I just want this guy and so I'm gonna turn him is really right. He's very about his own desires. He's not a good he's not a good dude to hook up with for eternity. At least that's how we see no. so far, right? I guess I don't want to say too much about it, but you can tell that.
0: You know, what um, the, the great thing yeah. about Lestat is he's a chi- he's still a child in so many ways, you know. Like he is, yeah. He's, you know, like he's not a hero. He's not a good guy. He's not even really an anti-hero, but you find yourself rooting for him. It's not so much an interview it's more so in the later novels because he's – the way Louis depicts him in interviews, that's the thing everybody has to remember. What you see of yep. Lestat is how Louis Louis saw him then, you know, and how Louis sees yeah. him. Um, yeah. You know, it's not until later books that you kind of like, oh, that isn't as bad, you know, so bad because, I mean, even, even in the books, I mean, I love it in the books when Lestat brings up about how Louis's warped vision of him in his – Interview.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You know, later, like we're seeing. Yeah, this. I mean, it's interview with the vampire. This is the interview with with Louis. It's all his words. It's all his impression. And in about three years, in about two years, when they get to the next book, Vampire Lestat, then we get. Yeah, we get. You're right. We get um, Lestat's version. Or, I mean, it's not his version of the exact thing that we are seeing, but we get his story more. Um, But, yeah, he is, like, a big, he's very, um, very, like, he's self-absorbed. He's very, like, he's very focused on his own senses and experiences and his own feelings, right? And what, I mean, he's, he's definitely a creature of, like, of the sense of sensuality and the, of the senses and of, right? He's not, real. I mean, he does say like, oh, we need to be careful. We need to, I mean, he's not still about hiding, but he does have some advice about how let's not like ruin this gig we got going, right? Um, yeah. Uh, he's not like, you know, he, but that's from centuries. Of, he's like very, very old and Louis is like his baby that he has to teach. <laughs> Really, right? In terms of being a vampire, Luke's been a vampire for like five minutes, and he has to be taught a little bit. Um, and it's unfortunate he didn't know more. But um, I, I think they've got a lot, like a lot of that part of Lestat as he appears in the story, down really well. I, you know, I said last week I didn't, I didn't really love the the casting and the way they were playing it, but I liked it a lot more. I felt like, oh yeah, this is Lestat a lot more this week. And, like, buying the two characters together more this week than I did last week.
0: I I, I just love the fact that he actually has a legitimate accent. <laughs> I know, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Because
0: whatever, whatever any Tom Cruise doing. Yeah. And not just Tom Cruise saying stuff in French with an American accent.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Tom Cruise is just, like, not good at, at dialects and accents. Like, I've never seen him do an accent now that I think about it. Oh, no. You know that movie Valkyrie where he's a German guy and he's trying to murder Hitler?
0: Yeah.
1: assassinate Hitler? Yeah, he was I don't know night. if he even had an accent. <laughs> I don't think he had an accent in that movie. Didn't he just speak English? I can't remember. Maybe he had an accent. I can't remember. I
2: don't remember. remember. Um, I, I don't remember. But
1: anyway, yeah. I mean, yeah, he has an actual French accent. That's I mean, that's progress, right? And, again, you know, like a lot of the shows we're watching right now, it looks really good. They're spending money on, like, you know, their sets. And uh, unlike the show we're about to talk about, which uh, Power of the Dragon, which, you know, sometimes you can't see what the hell is going on on the screen because it's so dark. Um, In this show, you can see everything, which is nice. Um, Yeah, I like it. I I mean – um, so far they're doing a good job so far I think Anne Rice would be happy
0: yeah I'm definitely uh, I guess I'm, I definitely feel better about this episode
2: God damn it.
0: yeah
1: are Alyssa already watching it with you has Alyssa read the book is she watching it
0: well <laughs> um, last week she forgot about it and I need to hurry up and watch it, because I I almost forgot about it, so I need to watch it for the podcast, and she's like, go ahead and watch it. She's like, I'll catch up. She hasn't caught up yet. We'll
2: see if she
1: does, right? We'll see if she gets there with us. Maybe she'll watch it all later. Who knows? So, all right. Well, what else? Nothing else really happened, I guess. This this was not like an episode of like action happening. This was the episode of like Louis starting to starting to be a vampire, being a baby vampire. So there wasn't a ton of like action, you know. We know the big action is coming.
0: Yeah. So I okay. guess that means on to House of the Dragon. Another good episode. Holy crap! Yeah, I gotta this is, say,
1: this is a big episode. Yeah.
0: They you gotta say must they they've gotta have triple the the budget of Game of Thrones. <laughs> because Yeah. Uh, I, I everything looks so good and so crisp and I'll tell you what, the acting on this show kinda makes Game of Thrones look kinda weak. <laughs> um Yeah. I keep uh, I mean the actor that plays for Series knocked it out of the park in this episode. I, I mean, so many, so many, every scene with him, he, he just he stole it. I mean, when he, when the doors That's open uh, up... And Patty he comes. Patty
1: Considine, right? Thank,
0: thank Considine. you. I couldn't think of his name. I knew his first name was Patty. I couldn't think yeah. of his last name. When, when yeah. the doors open up and he comes on his cane walking in and, you know, stumbling oh, his yeah. way up up the steps and, I mean, that that scene was great. And then, of course, the dinner party. And I found out today see when when his crown falls off that was yeah. all ad-libbed the the crown fell off oh, yeah? that was not in the script the crown the crown fell off by accident and Matt smith just kind of went with it and picked the crown up and oh, helped wow. him you know yeah that was all ad-libbed after the crown falls oh.
1: That's great. I mean, that makes it extra great because I just thought that was great. Like there was this moment between the two brothers where he's like helping his, yeah. dad, helping his brother with the crown. And it was so, yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, can't, I didn't know that. Wow. Um,
0: yeah, I just found out today. I didn't know it either at first.
1: Huh. Yeah, that was a great, I mean, it was a, a, a great episode. You just, I, I agree with you that it looks really good. Last week, notwithstanding, I mean, last week, we couldn't, like, see half the shit that was going on, right? And I did. our Well, that after was, was not It, it was It wasn't. It wasn't. It was a day-to-night shoot, so they shot it in daytime, and they darkened it to make it look like it happened at nighttime. I personally feel yeah. like they overdid it because I couldn't see anything the hell was going on. Um, and I I read this article on Vulture where they, they published these stills from HBO, which it's much easier to see stuff. And they implied that maybe the maybe the it got away from them a little bit. But whatever. Um it, it you know, it generally looks good. It looks good this week. We had like I mean the costumes are good, the sets are good, the
2: Everything. But yeah, that
1: probably the probably the best scene was that long walk to the Iron Throne because like like I I you read the book, I haven't read the book, and I had a feeling like, okay, this is where is gonna get screwed, right? Like her father, like, this is what every, the high towers are like waiting for him to die. They're keeping Viserys drugged up on milk of the poppy, which is like a go to move in Game of Thrones, right? Like put your loved ones on milk of the poppy. Yep. Um and um uh uh, I was kind. Of, I didn't know what was going to happen. And I was kind of surprised when it actually kind of, you know, worked out. Her father, like, she's like, "Oh my God, you've got! If you really want this, you have to stand up for me." And then he does, uh, which uh, it's not very gaze of Thrones. I mean, okay, so maybe the Targaryens had a different attitude towards women, but it's not very true. Like, women never get stood up for in Thrones, right? Like, <laughs> women always get the shaft, and she may yet, but um I, I well, mean, it was awesome I, the way her father, like. Yeah. Steps up and does that. For I've her. said it
0: before. I I gotta say, Vespers is one of the last good kings. <laughs> you know, a, yeah. I mean, for, after him, it's just. I think there's <laughs> one. On, wait, huh? On. Yeah, it's just downhill after that. I mean. Um,
2: yeah. <laughs> if you look,
0: if you look through, if you look through the list of kings after Mysterious, the there's some fun nicknames. Um... <laughs>
1: mad king era <laughs> yeah um yeah it is it is downhill for their... well for the entire targaryen i mean look they lose the throne to robert baratheon eventually right um
0: well yeah but that's... uh uh
1: but uh he, i mean he is a good guy and that you know that scene you know by the end of the episode he he has that dinner party and and i guess there's uh, you could be like what's going to have this dinner party, like, also in Game of Thrones, dinner parties often end badly for the guests.
0: <laughs> and weddings. Um,
1: <laughs> and weddings, yeah. Um, but, like, he's just a dad who wants, and a grandpa who wants to have one last dinner with his family before he dies, and can please, yeah. everybody, can everybody just stop fighting for five minutes, right? Yeah. Um, I
2: mean,
1: it was really uh, nice, and it appears to... It appears to really bring, you know, it's only temporarily. It brings Alison and Rhaenyra, yeah. like, you know. I mean, I don't believe that they're brought together and going to be friends forever, and I don't believe that Alison's going to go back and be like, okay, forget it, Otto Tower, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm no longer pursuing the throne. Uh, Renero will be a good queen. It's over, yeah. right? Like, there's no the way that's happening. But, you know, he, like, everybody was being nice, and then of course the asshole kids have to get up and ruin it all, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I say Amond is a creepy little shit. Isn't
2: he?
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Amond is creepy as shit, and, is, and it's funny because creepy. and and Adon's just a fool. Like he's, yeah. He's like that. He's like that party surfer. You know, like he's like that dude. I just caught this massive wave, and that's why he's sleeping all day.
1: <laughs> yeah, but his mother, like, <laughs> like. like she, um gave that girl something to drink that uh, i mean i'm like oh she's going oh, yeah, to she a like her... liar
0: no she gave her the, like, moon the
1: moon tea it's the moon tea well i was like is it moon tea is it like what is it is, is it going to kill her is it going to like whatever but it was the moon tea so she won't will have yeah, would be it, pregnant
0: it's definitely so it's definitely the, the moon tea because because the last thing they need right now is a is a bastard running around. Another you know? another
1: bastard. Yeah, when they're out there yeah. trying to like be all holier than now and we're near his kids, right?
0: Exactly. And be like that. And then exactly. he's gonna have
1: one. But he's definitely like, gonna like
0: Meanwhile Aegon's cheating on his sister.
2: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, that's nice. Ooh. And she's like, It's not so bad, he mostly just ignores you except when he's drunk. <laughs> Her, uh, her description of marriage. Yeah. Um, but her brothers are both, I mean, they're all like, uh, there's such a, it's such a clear discrepancy that, like, Alicent and Viserys', Viserys' kid, all Viserys' kids from all of his wives are horrible, right? Um, except for Rhaenyra, Like, all the boys are bad. Um, and then yeah. Rhaenyra's boys are really nice. Um, and just being persecuted by their cousins who are total jerks. I mean, I, I guess, it, you might grow to be a jerk if, like, your mother and your grandfather were constantly telling you how they're plotting to put you on the throne and, like, overthrow, right? Like, they're raised in a little bit of a uh, uh, weird, competitive, yeah, dangerous it, environment. Well, yeah, I mean, but, exactly. But, but they're not, I mean, you don't have to go around raping the maids because of that, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah, they're both horrible. Um, So I I didn't – so the Drift Marks' session was really interesting to me because I didn't really – I haven't read the book, and I didn't necessarily really see that coming as a point of contention um, until this episode opens. And it was interesting to see how – I mean, I I really enjoyed the politics of it and how – um everybody's gonna try to use the driftmark succession to like to force ranira out to use it against ranira because you know yeah. um, it's it's her husband's it's her, her husband is really the the rightful heir who everyone thinks is dead um who i thought was dead until you explained it to me last week um <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh
1: so i, I, I like I didn't initially see it coming, and when the episode opened, I was like, oh, and, and it started going what was going. Like, this is, like, I, I really, that's, I mean, that's real juror, I and mean, that's probably why we read George R. R. Martin. That's, that's a thing that he's really good at if he could ever finish the rest of his books, right? Like, that kind of stuff is really, um, so I enjoyed that, um, uh, the way he, they did that, or he did that. Um, and brought that story around to a crisis for era. Um so it seems like, you know, her father has reasserted publicly that, you know, she's the heir um, and her children, are the, like he publicly yeah. served the line of succession in the, in the hall in the, where the Iron Throne is with the Great right. Hall or something. <clears throat> um, and then privately, Allison says it, but doesn't say it in front of anybody that she can't go back. Like she says, you are going to be a good queen, but... I mean, she only said it in front of the family, right?
2: Yeah, right.
1: She can go right back on it. I mean, the really dangerous person is Damon, right? He he, he sliced. Yeah, Valerius. Was... He sliced Valerius' head in half.
0: That was great. <laughs> of course, his one degree. his one line his one liner was good when he said he can keep his tongue. But I yeah. think it would have been funnier. <laughs> If he if he says something like there you go there's his tongue because you can see his tongue sticking out the top because of the way he sliced his head. <laughs> you could you
2: could. Mm. Mm. That was. But great. that was that that whole oh, scene was
0: great. God. He's like yeah he's like screaming at them and Damon's like all quiet and shit. He's like go ahead just say it <laughs> like he wanted him to say it. <laughs>
1: He wanted him to say it because he hates that guy, um, yeah. but also, and he wanted to kill him. But, like, he really loves Ramiro, I, I think, right, in, in – He
0: does. Sure, he's, loved but, I her mean, f- he's, he's loved her since she yeah, was a child.
1: Right? Yes. I mean, he loves her in, like, some – Ways that we don't—I don't want to get into discussing because it's too yeah, no. weird. <laughs> like, what's, and, what's niece and she's his wife, but he also like no matter who was his wife, Damon's the guy who's going to defend. You don't say shit like that about Damon's wife in front of everyone, yeah. right? Even if, even if, even if, sure. even, if even when he had that, friend, a right. that he was saying he was married to, right? Even when his wife was an actual whore. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, and then I love how, like, the, the maesters are, like, embalming the body or whatever, and they have they don't put the head back together. Like, the head is, like, yeah, I noticed just that. from the rest of the body, right? I don't know what they were doing with uh, why they were doing that, but it was kind of cool.
0: Um,
1: so, Reyna, Reyna, Reyna. Reyna, yeah, Reyna. Reyna, Reyna. She um didn't seem, like, overly... Devastated, Uh, but that guy. She wasn't. It's her brother-in-law, and he's a pain in her ass. Um, He's a pain in everybody's ass. Yeah, yeah. Um, He is.
0: I mean, remember he he was the remember he was the one at the stepstones that was ready to throw in the towel against the crab people
1: and now all of a sudden he's like, I am the Lord of Driftmark. He's just making a power play, right? Um, yeah. And Rhaenyra figures it out, and it's like, Oh, Rhaena, you're here to make a case for yourself. You're going to try to get control of Driftmark somehow. Um,
2: yeah.
1: Which, I'm not really sure how she would have a claim except for her own children, right, who are daughters well, well, the, well, and can't inherit.
0: Well, her children are dead. She has granddaughters. <laughs> That's all she's oh, back. sorry.
1: You're right. Yes, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Her granddaughters. I'm sorry. But yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. I guess
1: she could make a case for her. But, she would make a case for the granddaughters.
0: Um. But to be fair, I I, I get Rainier, uh, Raina's idea of that notion simply because, I mean, at the time, before you know, she was it was her of a series that was going to get the throne, and they obviously went there with the male as always. I mean, yeah. but what better time to, to vie for the for the you know vie for the position when the heir of the Iron Throne is a woman? So you know, yeah. why not her?
1: So why can't for my so why, yeah? Why can't yeah? Why can't I get it? Or why can't my yeah. granddaughters get it? Even though they're you know, even though they're but
0: but um, of course that was well children. Yeah, well, that was well played by Rhaenyra, uh, suggesting that the girls marry her boys because that puts the Valerian, you know, puts the Valerian blood back in to play. Right. So even though they are bastards and everybody knows it, you know, their children will be Valerian and, you know.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah. And she like, there's that moment where, you're they're making it like rain is not going to go for it. And Rainier is like, Oh, your daughters will, will, you know, your daughters will be Queens and your, or your, your granddaughters will be Queens and, yeah. and your bloodline, your bloodline will be heir, her son to be heir to the throne. Like your bloodline gets the throne, which is uh, it's yeah. so interesting that these people are playing this long game. Like there are people like someone like Otto Hightower, you know, he wants Alison's son to get the throne because he wants to control him. You know how we invite in um, The Last Kingdom, uh, the queen's father, the son, whose name is... Ed-
0: oh, um, no, the- Ethelhelm.
1: Ethelhelm. They're trying to get Ethelhelm onto the throne. Uh,
0: oh, no. Really- that, Ethel, 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 Ethel weird is the son, but Ethelhelm's the father. Eth- Ethelhelm is the uh, father. Ethelhelm is the queen's father. That's a weird is he want yeah
1: is the son they want to get him on the throne uh, because he's young and kind of wussy and they could con- totally control him like basically by putting his grandson right. on the throne he mm. sort of gets to be the he gets he'll be the hand and control everything I'm gonna call it the hand exactly example, whatever no I um, know. and I I know
0: what you mean
1: <laughs> right. And like that's what Otto Hightower is going through. Like, like he's looking for his own power in this, right? But for someone like Reyna and here to be talking about like two generate, like, okay, you're going to be the king, Reina, but your great grandchildren maybe could be the king someday. Like that, the, like playing that right. long game and being that invested in it is like such a, so interesting and such a different attitude than someone like Otto Hightower has who really is just making right. his own power grab. Like he, yeah, right?
0: Exactly. And like
1: and, like, threw well, his yeah, own so. daughter under the bus for it.
0: Exactly. Well, and that's, you know, and that's the difference between some of the characters is, you know, where Otto is after his own – he doesn't care about his his, lega- his his family's legacy. He just cares about his own thing. He gets his grandson on the throne. He's he's made for life for the rest of – well, for the rest of his own life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas yeah. somebody like Reyna, who ha- – you know, and that's, I guess you could say it's, there's a big difference between Valerians and everybody else in Westeros. Westeros, people are out for themselves, not for the legacy of their future family. Whereas the history of Valeria, it's very much embedded in continuing the lineage. And, you know, that means more. So some, like Reyna, who looks at things that way Yeah, I mean, hearing that, she's like, okay, you know what? I didn't get my spot, but time, things change, times change, and my family is going to continue.
1: Yep, and my my bloodline will hold. Yeah. Um, I mean, someone like Otto Hightower also, like, this is a... I mean, he's trying to get his grandson on the throne, but... Like, if his grandson got on the throne, like, this is not going to be a, like, you know, you think you're going to get some pliant young man on the throne who you can control, but, uh you, like, it, it's not going to play out that way, right? Like, we can see that all the children are assholes who are not just going to do what you tell them to do. <laughs> I'm, I, I, so, I'm not sure. I mean, Renier's kids seem very nice and obedient and well-bred and good little boys, right, so far. For now, they're not, um, they're not, uh, uh, yeah, they're not as deviant (laughs) as their cousins are. Um, So, I mean, I mean, uh, so I want to ask you about that scene at the end. And if if that's in the book, uh, I guess it's in the book where Viserys is dying and he's hallucinating and he starts blabbing. Uh, the, the ice and prince
2: fire.
1: The prince who was promised. I mean, the tale of, yeah. The, the, yeah, the tale of, ice the war of ice and fire and the prince who was promised. Which is, you know, I mean, that, that's huge in Game of Thrones, um, particularly in the later seasons. Um, and he blabs it to Allison and she seems to, because he doesn't really tell a clear story, he seems to give her the idea that her son is, is the prince that was promised. I don't know if he actually says yeah. he is the prince that is promised, but
0: he, he says. He, he did. He he did say the first promise. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, and, no, and, and you know it. what? Allison, oh, yeah, she, she says, I understand my husband. Or And, you know, and you see the look in her eyes, and it's like, oh, you totally misread that scene. But you know what? Allison is going to hear it however she needs to hear it so that she can get her son on the right. place, Plain and simple. Yeah. It's as simple as that.
1: Yeah. If Viserys ever thought, Alison, that your son was the prince that was promised, then why did he name Rhaenyra his heir and not ever do anything to promote your son as... Exactly. ...to inherit the throne, right? Like, like, what are you even thinking, Alison? But he really does blab that in the book, huh? Yes.
0: Yeah. I well, you, so basically, the makeup uh-huh. department makeup department oh deserves God, huge yeah. props too. Like, like his face, I was just, I could not look away. I was like, wow, that is just done so well. Like, I mean, his, and, and his cheek rotted away and you like could see yes. the tendons and you could see his tongue through the side of his face. And I'm like, wow, that is just a really good fucking shit, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, you see that kind of thing sometimes I'm like, zombie, I'm like Walking Dead with zombies and like, I mean, they do good work on that show. Nicotero does good work, but this was like a whole other level. Yeah. Um And whereas, yeah, he's up that mask and his eye is gone and they show like the empty socket where his eye yeah. was. Um. Uh. And also just how he was so like, like okay, even the other cheek, like his face was so skinny and gaunt and like a skull.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which, you know,
1: in a lot of ways. Yeah, it was really good. He had oh, those, yeah. Like, well, look at his. <clears throat>
0: I mean, look at his whole body when they when they were tending to him. When they show that wide oh, shot yeah. of him, and you really see how deteriorated he is.
1: Yeah, it's amazing the guy. How is the guy even still alive, right? Um, yeah, I
0: was just gonna say it's amazing he lasted as long as he did.
1: Yeah, I don't really yeah know how he did or why he did, um, uh, and how like no like it'd be so eat like how. It would be so easy to just kill him and, and everybody would just be like, oh, yeah, he was so old said he just died. Like, you know, um, yeah. Otto Hightower and Sir, Sir, uh, the creepy Hightower brother Kristen? who's still alive. Sir. No, not Sir Kristen, Sir Lannis, oh. Sir Laris, Sir Laris. Yes, Sir Laris. Laris. His name rhymes with Varys, right, the new spider. Well, um,
0: yeah, well, he's a strong. He's not a Hightower, he's a strong.
1: Oh, he's a strong. Right. He's a strong. Sorry. Um, uh, he, 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 because, yeah, he, he's, the, he's the brother. Um, I think that um, it would have been so easy for Viserys to just die and, and that nobody made a move on him. is a little surprising. Mm-hmm. But I guess they all had an interest in him staying alive for some reason. Um, and he stayed yeah. alive a little too long because now I can see that he is the person who kicks off the Dance of the Dragons, right? Like where this is going, the Dance of the Dragons is, is, is a war um, for the throne, I believe. Um, and Viserys kind of just almost set it off and kind of set it off, I guess, by giving Alice some crazy idea to, like she you think she's almost going to go along with it and let Lanyra be the queen, maybe. Uh, and then, no, nope, she gets this crazy idea put in her head by her dying husband.
0: Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, it's funny. I've been saying all along. I'm like, you know, at this pace, you know, I wasn't expecting him to die. in this. I mean, it was pretty obvious the way he was, that he was going to die in this episode. I also wasn't expecting them to jump six years already. Um, yeah. So, you know, and I'm like, I, I just don't, you know, I feel, I just kept feeling like they're going too quick too quick, too quick, but then I started thinking, at the end of the episode, I started thinking about, like, okay, we still have two episodes left this season. And then I started, like, yeah. really thinking about The Dance of the Dragons. And I was like, you know what? The Dance of the Dragons can can fill up an entire, the, the whole war can fill up an entire season by itself. Like, it really, yeah. really can. I mean, and it's just, and it's, that's the thing, I mean, aside from all the battling and everything, there's so much so much machinations, political machinations going on behind the scenes and and everything coming to and fro and you know so i mean there is a lot going on so but with two episodes left this season i feel like it's going to it's just going to be the, the the boiling point and then you know next season's just going to jump right into the the battle i think um but it can fill up a you know easily fill up 8 to 10 episodes if it's mm-hmm. done right. Um, well which,
1: this is the last you know, the way age they, of the kids. I think. Oh they didn't age they yeah. didn't recast all the kids. They didn't recast, uh, did they only recast um did they recast the two the two older girls? The four
0: of them they recast. Uh, well, the four the, of of them, the four of them. oldest. They, yeah, yeah. All six, well, six of them. Well the six of them. They Yeah, all six of them. They recast the two uh uh, they they cast two? Damon's daughters. Renira's two, Damon, uh, Damon's two, and uh, Allison's two. All,
1: all, six of them were recast this episode.
0: Yeah, yeah, they kind of had to this be. This is the
1: last one. I was according to what I've read, this is the Yeah, they kind. I mean, it's a six-year time jump. You have to. Um, yeah. Uh, and they. Uh, so here's another question. Does the book have these time jumps or do you have to read 200 pages of what happens for six years before you get to this?
2: Um,
0: There's time jumps, but they're more subtle. And you got to remember it's, it reads like, and and again, it reads like a history book. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, this, 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 and this happened. And then in night, and then, and then, you know, 609 AD, you know. So yeah, I mean, technically, yeah, the time jumps happen in the in the book, but it's it's at a more subtle pace.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like there's under there's other story that could have been added into it. Um, but yeah, now now I heard something today. You know, so my my feeling is two seasons and done. Um. Because yeah. there is stuff that happens at, after the war is over that can be put in here. I don't know how far they're going with it. Because there is there is more story once the Dance of Dragons is done. Right. But <laughs> um, George R. R. Martin had to put his two cents mm-hmm. in about everything. And he says that he sees for the whole story to be told, there needs to be four seasons. The oh man gosh. should get in front of his typewriter. He should get in front of his typewriter and shut the hell up. Right. Now, him saying like, this does gr. Him him saying this doesn't mean that that's what they're gonna do. Um, right. I But I still wish he would shut the hell up and and go hide in a corner oh, somewhere. Um, go
1: write his books that
0: we're because, waiting for. Because I, I mean I. I mean, I, I honestly, I feel like after the Dance of the Dragons storyline's over, it kind of falls off after that. Like, there's more story. It's just not as intriguing. I mean, this is like... I mean, I, honestly, I think the Dance of the Dragons is probably one of the best storylines in his entire world of, of Westeros, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm... I mean I'm also excited I'm also excited for I don't know when it's coming out but the the uh 10,000 ships the Duncan. uh the story the story of Nymeria oh. um Oh yeah when she goes to Dorne. And, yeah. and I'm excited for Dunkin that's egg next, too, but right? Dunk, Dunkin egg is I think that's next um Dunkin egg though I mean I'm excited for Dunkin egg but Dunkin egg is fun and it's not it, it's it's you know I feel like it's going to play more like a buddy film Type thing. Yeah, I, don't, um, I don't more worry, like, But
1: my understanding more is like that a, that book is more like a series. Of it's adventures. like an adventure.
0: Yes, Yeah. It's more like an adventure story than than these cataclysmic events. You know, which why mm-hmm. is why I say the Dance with Dragons storyline. I mean, is probably overall as an isolated story it's is the probably the best of all of them. I mean, it's it's full of everything. I mean, you've got a little bit of everything in this story. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: So I mean, for the full story to be told, takes four seasons. Okay, Gr, but maybe we don't I, need the full story to be told,
2: uh-huh.
1: right? Maybe we just need like whatever part of it to be told.
2: Um.
1: So next week's the season finale. I you might have a good sense of what's going to happen. No, I, two I, more. I don't know what's going to happen, but there's two more. Um. I mean, there's, there's going to be this a war is eight. for the throne. I mean the queen yeah. is dead so next week is the time any who's out there who wants to challenge when the succession this is your she's the queen like right she's the queen, queen. and you got to like argue to unsee her if you want um um or prevent her
0: from becoming all I'm going to say is these these next two episodes I feel like I mean again I don't know how quickly they're going to progress it um but I don't see them jumping into the actual war to end the season. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah. I mean there's a question of the success. I
0: mean, that would be that that would um, that would be a that would be a messed up cliffhanger. <laughs> um, I feel like yeah. these next two episodes are gonna be I think the pace is going to be slowed down a little in these next two episodes. Um and it's gonna yeah. it's all gonna be very it's not gonna be a lot of action or anything. I think it's just it's gonna be very politically based. And, you know, just... I mean, again, I didn't expect them to get to where they are now in season one. Yeah, um, you
1: thought it would take longer to get this far?
0: You know, if, if any, yeah. at, at, quick, at quickest, I thought Viserys would die in the finale. I was not yeah. expecting the, him to be dead in, in episode eight. Yeah. So no,
1: Until last week when it became but, apparent that he yeah, couldn't live much longer. That character was going to have to at die. At the
0: very least, at the very least, I predict, based on obviously I read it, I I predict that next week's episode is going to definitely not tie jump at all. It's going to I think it's gonna it's gonna pick up almost next immediately day. after as soon, as soon as they learn that that he's dead. That I think I think that's where the episode picks up. Um, and if they jump right. over it, it, I feel like it's gonna do more damage than good. It, they've, they've got it. Oh, I I don't, I I want, I want to see this play out. I don't want exposition on how we got to wherever they jumped to. So I'm really hoping that they literally start like the next day.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it would be cool to see the King's funeral and what kind of like intrigue is going on behind the scenes as people are like preparing for the funeral and pretending they're all upset, but really like making their moves against her. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the high, the queen and her father have the greatest, incentives, but there is that ongoing issue that people have been saying for, you know, decades on the show that, Renier, no one's going to support you, that the kingdom will not support a woman. There's going to be a war. Like, people have been saying that for a long time. Um, so there's that part also. And um, so it was interesting to see how,
2: uh,
1: I know we should probably wrap this up, but um, Renier comes back to... King's Landing for the first time in many many years, right? I mean, since she, uh, who knows, a lot of time she was back there, at least six years, probably a lot longer. Um, and the queen has got religion and gone all like, like got images of the seven everywhere, and like she's gotten really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think that their new god, like they, they're the old, they're what in King of Thrones keep being called the old gods, right? Um, and, and they're the, like, it's not like she brought in new gods, but she got all religious while they were gone. And you see, the, and, and there's that scene in the, in the small council where they're like, oh, the Septons asked for, like, a whole bunch of money so they can build a statue or whatever. And, like, I felt like, oh, that's the very early inkling of the political power that the church gets that plays out, like, hugely in Game of Thrones. Yeah. I felt like. I was like, I thought that was a nice little kind of call out to what, to what fans of Game of like what we saw. Maybe it's not, maybe there's not like a legit through line there because I haven't read it. But I thought to me, I was like, oh, yeah, well, God, we know where this is going. We know how this ends for all you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In a big ball of wildfire? In a big <laughs> ball of wildfire.
2: <laughs> wildfire.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, pretty good. I'm enjoying this show. I had, like, um, I don't want to say low expectations. I, you know, I love so much Game of Thrones, and then we got so frustrated in the later years, right, in the later seasons. Um, I mean, it's a little, I'm a little worried. You know, the you know, the showrunners, like the co-showrunner, Miguel Sapochnik, S- S- is that how you say his name? Um, he's not staying for the second season. Um mm. Which, you know, is a little, um, uh, I mean, it, it's a little, it's disappointing. I always want to show that you've enjoyed the first seat. Like, why are you leaving after one season? Right. What's going on behind the scenes there at HBO, for one? And two, like, I like what you're doing with it, so I, I, I'd rather it stayed in his hands. Um, but we'll see. I guess, you know, people have to move on with their lives.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know it's the same universe. But it's different people, and I mean, Game yeah. of Thrones. Game of Thrones suffered from Benioff uh, and Wace wanting to jump ship. They wanted to do something else, and they rushed through it and ruined it. That's that's the bottom line, you know. And unfortunately, yeah. you know, they were the showrunners and they were the ones calling shots. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. HBO HBO yeah. Max put the ball in their hands and said, "Here you go." And then they said, "Okay, we don't want this ball anymore. We want to go do Star Wars," which they're not even doing anymore. Right. So. Yeah.
1: anyway. Um. I mean, Miguel Miguel gotcha, he had he had directed a bunch of episodes of um of Game of Thrones, including um. Uh, the Battle of Winterfell, I think uh, uh, that's not the name of that episode, but the one that's the Battle, battle of Bastards uh, at Winterfell.
0: Battle of the Bastards. Um, uh, he battle
1: of the
0: Bastards.
1: that. That's what it's called that episode? And I, he, think, I mean, uh,
2: uh, and
0: I uh, think he, he also directed, um, the, 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 uh, uh, oh crap, Hard Home.
1: He did. He, yes, he, he directed Hard Home. um, Uh, he did direct that one Uh, so yeah he's leaving um, after the season he is going to do some new projects with HBO he remains an executive producer on um, House of the Dragon but uh, uh, like you know some executive producers are very involved and some are not very involved right some get money give money and get money
0: Um,
1: so yeah anyway uh, two more episodes I'm excited I thought we only had one
0: um real quick also not something we need to cover um we can talk about it a little bit if you want eventually but um something when you have a chance i know you don't have a chance this week because you got to get doubled up on some shows <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um but uh werewolf by night is the hollow, quote unquote holiday halloween special that marvel did uh werewolf by night is another character in the marvel universe they did a special I don't know if you've even heard heard much about it, but it dropped uh last oh, yeah. Friday. Uh, we watched it. On the Disney? kids and I watched it. It was really good. Yeah, on Disney Plus. Yeah. Called Werewolf by Night. And I love what they did with it because they shot it and it it's 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 got an old time feel like Dra like Bela Lugosi, Lugosi Dracula or oh, The Mummy or Frankenstein. Um Oh yeah? It's 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 done in black and white. <clears throat> and it was Michael Giacchino's directorial debut, and of course he does wow. score too. Of course,
1: and is it just an hour? Yep,
0: yeah. it's 55 oh. minutes. There's about six minutes of credit, so it's it's just shy of 50 minutes. Um, but yeah, it was it was really done. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, it's their like I said, quote unquote Halloween special. Um, okay, some of the characters may show up. On the road and things again, but it's just a one shot. But
1: he's not getting a
0: standalone, <clears throat> okay? He's definitely All right. <clears throat> very, very good for his first uh, direct directing uh, gigs.
1: <laughs> okay, I got to put on my list then. things to what my li- after I catch up on everything for next week's podcast, yeah. <laughs>
0: I'll
1: put on my list.
0: I remember the pa- I remember Jamie. Jamie's behind on the Power of the Rings. So you don't have to worry about that.
1: I'm worry about <laughs> it.
0: Yeah. I'll have to catch up on that.
1: Okay, fair enough. I'll set that one aside for
0: a week. So, so, you've got, you, so you've got two She-Hulks, an interview, two Quantums, one House of Dragons, one Walking Dead. And you know what? I don't even care if you get caught up on Andor. If you have time, Andor's last. So that's
2: Andor's bad, when you get caught huh? up on
0: last. Uh, I'm no bored. Worry. I mean, Artie likes it. He's yeah, like, no, man, I like it. And I'm like, eh. I'm like, eh. I don't... I don't care about anything that's showing me. I don't need to know how the rebellion starts. I just know that there's a rebellion.
1: <laughs> it's another show that didn't need to be made, right? I mean, that's yes, what's going on. Yes, exactly. It's another show that didn't have to be made. It's, it's so, Disney, like, not wanting to take a chance on any new, it, any original it, Star Wars content and just keep, they're doing the AMC, just trying to squeeze pennies out of what
2: they already yeah. got.
0: It, for me, it's a show about a character that I didn't care about in the first place.
2: I mean, he's first I, mean, I like in, in the
1: movie he was in, and then he died.
0: Right. As a co-star.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be more interesting, perhaps, to see shows made about people who lived and what they did after the action that we've seen, right? Right. Like, instead of seeing I – mean, like, like we know. We know the greatest thing that happens in his life is he goes with Jin Erso and like gets blown up in the end, right?
2: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. But people like they I, I, we talk about this a lot. We don't need to belabor this, but like this idea of just like showing us what happened to people before the really great stuff
2: is just not mm-hmm. that interesting because we know no. where they're
0: going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll say I'll say this each Since episode three, each episode has gotten a little bit better, but that's also not saying a lot.
1: (laughs) Well, and, you know, like, to our point is now, the Mandalorian is like a total, they're totally new characters, like, doing their totally
2: new thing, right? Yeah. Yes, the Mandalorian is
0: is something we enjoy. So, anyway.
2: Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, All right.
0: Big show tomorrow. Big show next week. We'll have Jamie back with us, yep. hopefully. And
2: uh, okay. we'll, we'll do this all early.
0: again. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Karen, enjoy your week. Don't work too hard. Thanks.
1: I won't. You too, AJ. Thank have you, world,
0: week. for listening to us.
2: And right. good night. Good night.